I knew it was going to be a very large show. That was uh, original. Original conversations were this is a big show. The script was huge. Oh, there's a tremendous amount of visual effects. Something in the region of 1,500 effect shots. That would compare with any major feature. At Anthem, there's about 35 artists uh, working on this show right now. We have to do lots of effects very, very well. For television, I think some of the largest CG environments ever produced. Okay, we've got uh, full sets and locations, Central City, set extensions on existing sets. We have a balloon, but we don't have a balloon. We say it's a balloon, but nobody sees it. We have to create a balloon. We do a lot of green screen work. Right now, what you're looking at is the grand hall of uh, our majestic ice castle. Our lead characters are running away from the, uh, the bad people in this scene. There's Mobats flying around. Challenge with green screen work is, of course, for the actors, is being able to imagine the world that they're in and what it is that the creatures that they're facing look like. We've been showing them this is what they're going to look like and this is what's going to happen here. And then they, they come down on you, if you know what I mean. It's a big step and, and they have to put a lot of faith in the process. Also, shooting a new stage makes everybody feel a little bit queasy. And it gives you a headache, you know, because everything's green. Even there's people entirely encased and they have little kind of, they velcro little green things across their face and like green unitards and gloves. Just, it's so strange. Mystic man. It is time for the great and terrible mystic man. I actually quite like green screen in terms of the, that you have to imagine things a bit more. About 50% of the show is going to have some visual effect component to it. You might be in a set, but then afterwards they'll paint it so it goes higher up or something. You need a director who, who visualizes what's not there. Nick's always reminding us what the place looks like what we're not seeing. That really helps because then I can know details in my mind's eye. We spent five minutes doing this and, and three months to put it together. We illustrate everything that's going to happen in the movie and then divide what's going to be built practically and what's better to build virtually. I'm all for practical effects. I'd much rather pull it off uh, physically in front of camera if you can, but unless the animal trainers have Mobats handy, that would be one that wouldn't be happening. The only thing that I gave a lot of early thought to was the Mobats. Mobats are the scariest looking things you have ever seen. They've got to look threatening. So there was a fair amount of thought as to what would the fur be like, what would the wings be like, would they be transparent, would they have veins in them, could you see through his ears when he's backlit, what are the teeth like. We wanted them to look like they, they weren't so carefully thought out by nature. Flying monkeys of book are now nastier and more uh, horrific than ever before. Zora's the, the lead Mobat. She's Ascadelia's right-hand Mobat. And she stands out from the rest of the Mobats. We've added things to her, like she has a cataract eye and some scarring, and she's had to fight to keep her position amongst the Mobats. She's my little baby. That's my girl. Who's tattooed on my chest. Her tattoos uh, come to life off her body as the Mobats leave. We also have the Pape Runners, and the Pape Runners are these sort of insect-like creatures about the size of Rottweilers. That are so evil and so nasty looking. Runners, Chase down our heroes and want to wrap them in cocoons and eat them. They have a little secret that, you know, we won't give away, but uh, it'll be interesting. Zora and the Pape Runners and the Mobats are big just in terms of designing and building creatures that have skeletons and musculature and how they move and how their fur reacts. And... These are creatures that he has built in his computer and uh, animated brilliantly so that they fit into our world seamlessly.
The biggest challenge is to glue all these pieces together and make people believe that it's one world. The best thing is when no one notices an effect at all. Everything won't stop just for visual effects, and he's very mindful of that. The, the purpose there is to further the story and to you know amaze audiences and transport them into a place they've never been before. A lot of our worlds are created in the computer. Uh, there's a, no end to the amount of magic. If you can imagine it, we can do it. It's epic TV, it's an epic event. It's not the sheer number of effects, it's about storytelling.